changed his name. I'm gonna get, my goal is I'm getting a camera. I'm gonna get a camera and I'm gonna get a real desk. I believe when I said, have All I seen the new part of Attack on Titans? No. I'm gonna be honest with you, Sergey. I'm not a big fan of Attack on Titans. I was when it first started, but it's a tough <laughs> one to explain, man. I don't wanna upset people, but I, you know. It's oh, not, the way they spreading out that last yeah, season. Yeah, the way that they're kind of like spreading the stuff out. Like, I'd rather just wait for it all to be done, and then I might pick it back up. Maybe it'll be good for the reaction channel. We'll mm. see. Darius reacts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get started. Mm. That was some intense sound effects, <laughs> eh? They wasn't ready. Let me get my notes ready. Go ahead, go ahead. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 143 of the Super Weapon Podcast, most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy, Darius the Artist, and as always, I got my co-host, DC, here with me today. What up, though? We in this thing, baby. Um, Oops, I forgot my catch line. See, this oh, is how people get fired. Man. This is how people get fired around here. Huh? Hey, just because you're the co-CEO don't mean you That's can't That's all right, man. Fired. You know, it's happened to me before. Like, I've forgotten the intro every once in a while. Like, you know, build, what'd you say? Bridge builder, wall destroyer. Oh, yeah. I'm the bridge builder, wall destroyer with the beads on today. Late Mardi Gras for me. Got his Jerry beads on. Some of our listeners yeah, might be man. a little too young to remember that, cool. but. Wait, did you, did you hear him a little oh, bit? Oh, God. I'm oh, sorry. Audio sorry, audio listeners for that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we own today. And besides that, you know, my weekend has been pretty swell. How about you, sir? Oh, man, week's been good, man. I'm actually going to be starting a new job next, next week. And that's um, what I wanted you to say. Next, Let's go. Next Tuesday. Um, so for those of you guys who don't know my day job, I work in the IT industry. And my contract ended last this past Tuesday, but I was fortunate and very blessed enough, man, to have a job interview for Thursday, and I got the job offer Friday. So uh, yesterday, Ooh. as you know, yesterday is as of this recording. So very happy and excited about it. Very thankful, nervous, of course, you know. But you know, big things are coming, man. More importantly, my schedule will be coming back to semi-normal, <laughs> so I can start making a little bit more content on a regular schedule, which is great. Um, and also be, you know, be able to take care of the family, man. So just, just thankful and happy. Um, what about you, man? How's, how's your week been, man? You've been, I know you were playing a little bit of Woe Long and, you know. So, some... yeah, as far as games go, you know, I've been jumping down on Woe Long streets and, um, hey, just to let you guys know, you don't have to fight that tiger in the beginning. You can kind of <laughs> just go around him instead of keep getting pommeled because he's way too strong for you. Now, I believe you can... Once you get your morality meter up, I think you can go back and fight them. Do not quote me on that. But so far, so good, man. Um, It's on Xbox Game Pass. You know, I like to traverse through these um, Game Pass streets and see what's, what's the best they have to offer in there, considering I'm paying for it. And this game, so far, so good, man. It seems pretty cool so far. And then you got um Atomic Heart which we both have been playing and you have surpassed me not but, by um, much though you know and just, i'm enjoying that game though I'm, yeah. I'm, i don't know about you but i'm enjoying it is definitely a pleasant surprise you know to like come across a game that is kind of refreshing because i mean i know it's a shooter technically 
but it's not like a competitive shooter if that makes sense like there's a story no it's a story-based game yeah yeah Um, it's a story-based game and i i just want to i'm still a little confused about the intricate plot of the of the game i know robots took over that's like the basic thing right but we need to see like they're yeah. hinting like towards someone being behind this all this good stuff i don't want to say too much just in case you guys are not that oh, far right, ahead right yeah so it's been good in gaming like my life has been been good in gaming work and other stuff same rigamond row saying go to work cry about it <laughs> you know <laughs> go to my other job and traverse through uh, atlanta traffic cry in traffic get to my second job cry some more you know Typical, usual. Typical, usual. Yeah, I got it. Usual, usual. You know, we don't need to talk too much about that. But gaming wise, I am in a good space, my man. Yeah, man. And I'll say, um, you know, Game Pass really has been kind of hitting pretty good uh, this year. Um, So shout shout out to Xbox and and I know you know Atomic Heart has released on other platforms. So if you guys have PlayStation or PC, um, please pick it up on that because it's a really fun game and. You know, it's really one of those things where I've seen some not so good reviews on the game, but I'm just like you said, I'm having fun playing it. Um, you know, when I get a chance to check out Wolong, I do plan on it. You know, hopefully, hopefully in another week or two, I'll probably be done with it. Atomic Heart. We can t- we can talk about it. I really kind of want to have my slate clear before Resident Evil Four remake comes out because nothing matters to me once that game is out. There's nothing else to play. I'm not playing Apex. I'm not playing anything but Resident Evil for like a week straight. So super excited for that stuff, man. Speaking of Xbox, you know, it's, you know, we really haven't spoken a lot lately about the current state of Xbox with the whole Activision Blizzard deal and, you know, just kind of like what they have coming up. Um, you know, we, we talked a little bit last week. If you guys haven't seen or listened to last week's episode, make sure you check it out on YouTube or all the major podcasts and platforms. You know, we talked about the Sony State of Play and some of the games that they were talking about. Um, but Phil Spencer, man, he gave another interview this past week. He sat down with uh, Charlie Hodson. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. If not, forgive me. Um, of Xbox on um, just talking about everything from like the current Xbox future plans. Um, and I think it was, you know, I have to give Phil credit, right? Because he really does know how to time these interviews perfectly, especially with everything going on with the FTC and the CMA across Europe. Um, so just to give you guys a little bit more context, like I said, we haven't really talked about the current status of the, of the deal that they're trying to still acquire Activision Blizzard. Um, but <laughs> Microsoft hit Sony with a Uno reverse card and they basically subpoenaed Sony for them to provide documents related to to the deal for the FTC hearing. So essentially Sony has to kind of explain some of their partnerships, third party partnerships and some of the deals that they've made to keep games off of Xbox Game Pass while keeping while maintaining that exclusivity. Now, that is to say, that doesn't mean we're going to see these documents because they could be marked confidential, of course. You know, Sony could lobby to have that done. Um, But I'm very interested to see what kind of information we get out of that because, you know, we've talked for a long time about, you know, PlayStation's dominance in the industry for the last close to a decade at this point. And it'll be interesting to see how they've kind of structured these deals Um, because I've always been kind of curious myself. I mean, yeah, Microsoft is the larger company 
in terms of like revenue and you know things like that but sony has just they've had a chokehold on the game industry for like i said almost a decade at this point so it'll be interesting to see how they kind of uno reverse and flip this card i mean along with that you know they had the nintendo partnership announcement the 10-year deal like sony like microsoft is doing everything they can to really try to appease the ruling bodies over these um over this deal and there was one interesting comment that people have been kind of talking about, and I guess we can kind of start there, is that, you know, f during this interview, Phil made the comment that Xbox is going to exist even if the deal does not go through, and people are thinking that Microsoft all of a sudden is going to sell the Xbox division, which I think is absolutely hilarious, but what do you, I, how do you kind of feel about that, man? Do you even see, I mean, cause Xbox has been, they haven't been shy about cutting, cutting fat before, right? I mean, not Xbox, Microsoft, uh, hasn't been shy about cutting projects before, but do you ever realistically see a universe or a scenario where they would just completely shed the Xbox division? No. <laughs> no, I don't even... <clears throat> Hold on. I'm just tweeting out some... Telling folks that we're live. Let me get focused here. All right. No. Well, I don't even know where people came up with such, how did you even come up with this idea is beyond me. Like, no, no, they already stated several times before how invested they are in just gaming period as a whole, the, from the Xbox to whatever. Um, it's a big part. It has become a big part of who Microsoft is. Like, I, I mean, I know obviously we have the computer software side and all that good stuff but as they made their 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 mark in the gaming industry you know xbox is here to stay like it's not going anywhere microsoft's not selling it it was just crazy to kind of go through twitter and social media and see all these speculations and because let's just be real man sony people want playstation to quit so bad that's where this narrative is coming from let's be honest they just want them to just throw in the towel and be like, oh, PlayStation is just killing us all yeah. because they brought up the numbers of units sold, right? With the PlayStation 5. Yeah, I think, uh, I think series. Five is, it's like outselling them like two to one or something like that. The ratio is crazy. Yeah, it's PlayStation, um, the Switch, and then it's uh, Xbox. One, two, three. Big three. And so they like, oh, you know, Xbox, they're number three. They're lagging behind. Oh, they're going to sell it. They're going to do this. Dog, number three still ain't bad. <laughs> when you look at the numbers, like, it's not bad. It's just number three. Right. So now, granted, now, I hey, hats off to PlayStation, all right? We're not here to hate. We're here to keep it factual. They are number one. Their numbers are doing insane. But no, man, long, just, just, just to shorten this answer, no. Like no, Microsoft. Yeah, and it was no. So it's not going weird. anywhere. It was strange, man. Like, cause I think it started. That's just ponies pushing the narrative, and I'm gonna say it. It's just well, ponies out here pushing the narrative because it fits the, their winning scheme. They're so happy that PlayStation is winning. They, I just feel like, uh, not, I'm not gonna say it's the whole thing, but a small part of people pushing that narrative is them, and it's okay because everybody has their system and they're excited that it's winning. Blah blah blah, whoopie whoop. But we want to talk about this from a business standpoint right not not a fan standpoint a business standpoint 
And when you do that, when we talk about, when we cut off all the fat and talk about a business standpoint, no, it doesn't make sense for, <laughs> it doesn't make sense for Microsoft to do that. Long story short. If they, if they hadn't invested so much time into Game Pass and yeah, the, yes. the, C, the CEO of Microsoft, Satya Nadella, coming out to show his support of the deal and his support of Phil Spencer and just like that entire gaming division. I mean, because let, you know, we can be honest here. There was a point, you know, word on the street. There was a point they were considering just, there was a point they probably were considering doing that with the whole Xbox one era. And, um, I, I think his name's Don Matrick, the guy who was running Xbox at the time. And Xbox pretty, they screwed up pretty bad during the Xbox one generation, like a hundred percent. Um, there's no, there's no debate in that. And Sony, you know, they, they did, and they still continue to do a great job at branding their games, the console. Um, now, when it comes to, like, you know, the exclusivity deals and their business practices, I'm not a huge fan of it because I, I, I'm not going to go as far as to say I think PlayStation's anti-consumer, but they're pro-business when it comes to PlayStation. And, you know, they've been fighting this deal tooth and nail for the better part of a year since the deal has been announced. And, you know, a lot of people are concerned, you know, I don't think it's necessarily Sony's just concerned about Call of Duty. I think that's one of their biggest worries that they're, you know, A, they're going to have to pay Microsoft for every unit that they sell. And B, they're going to lose out on the exclusivity um, perks, deals and things that they have, you know, that brings people over to their console. And that's kind of like the next thing I wanted to ask you or talk to you about, because during this, you know, during this interview, Phil kind of, he touched on how he wants complete parity in the industry that, you know, the same game launches on all platforms, bar any exclusives, you know, <laughs> exclusive skins, exclusive DLC. Now, and I know what you're going to say, but I'm, I'm actually inclined to believe that when it comes to the mainline games, like, you know, I, now when, when it comes to the Call of Duty brand as a whole, I could see them doing some exclusive side projects, smaller games that would be exclusive. I would love to see that, but it wouldn't make, in my opinion, you know, just my humble opinion, it wouldn't make a sense, make sense revenue wise for them to cut off their largest, the largest platform holder for the game series itself, which is PlayStation. You know, everybody put more people play Call of Duty on PlayStation than PC and on Xbox. So I could see them doing that. I mean, a, do you feel like a exclusive skin or battle pass item would be enough to move somebody to a console? And B, do you have do you have any faith in the words of Phil, man? Do you believe in Papa Phil when it comes to Call of Duty? Hmm. <laughs> well, in this statement, no. <laughs> this is the first time I'm going to have to go against the grain here against Papa Phil. Phil, you're full of crap. Let's cut the crap, all right? We are trying to get people on Game Pass, right? And that's what I that's what I feel like um the big the big hoopla is is just like, hey, we got to get people on Game Pass because we want to grow the Game Pass because it's one of our major things whoopty boop. We talked about this already. And you're going to go all out to get a game just to keep it the same across the board, that's bull crap. I, I think it's bull crap. I think there will be little bits of exclusivity when it comes to Xbox, whether it be skins, maps, or whatever. Because, I mean, it's been done before. Like, you know, back in the day, each system had like at least like one like exclusive map. It was always something 
that was slightly different. So I don't really see that changing if this deal goes through in Xbox favor. I feel like Xbox may add a little sauce in there, you know, what whether it be tied to Game Pass or not. Like it would I don't know. I just feel like it makes sense in a way. Like I feel like it makes sense in a way. Now, is that enough to bring people from PlayStation over to Xbox? I don't know, man. Um PlayStation people are pretty loyal, but at the same time, we're acting like people can't own both systems. That's true. So I feel like it may not really be enough to get people there, but I think it will add a, a, a little bit to Game Pass. Like if they tied it in with Game Pass, which we spoke about before, if it was just like, hey, you know, uh, I believe you said it. You were like, hey, you get three months uh, free of Game Pass or something if you do this or yeah. that. They're going to tie it in some kind of way think... because... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you good. You good. Go it's ahead. Just, it... And here's what the way I'm kind of thinking about it. And this is, I guess it just really depends on what the FTC and the CMA do because um, reading up on like just like the latest, I guess what's been going on, like a lot of people are thinking and a lot of people, a lot of people much smarter than myself. And I tend to agree with them that they think that for this deal to really go through, the Xbox is going to have to make some sort of concessions when it comes mm -hmm. to like basically like legal promises that they, they can and, and won't do certain things. And I wonder if that's going to be like, forever or if it's going to be like hey you can't you can't have exclusive maps for xbox for the next 15 20 years for call of duty or something or if it's just going to be like a forever type thing because i mean if this was just if if game pass didn't exist i would be more i would i would agree with you 100 i would call it a load of crap you know phil phil selling snake oil he's snake oil salesman <laughs> yeah um, but I just, I, I really feel like the, the business model for the games industry is changing so much so fast. I mean, even, even lately, like I noticed how, you know, PlayStation will report on certain number of units sold for a game, like God of War sold 10 million units or whatever, you know, but Xbox doesn't do that instead. Like for high five rush, they were like, Hey, we have 2 million players for high five rush they didn't say how many people bought the game just how many people are playing it on game pass and mm -hmm. i'm curious if xbox is looking at not just the number of units sold now and i just want to know like how much money do they make off a of game pass that's the ultimate question that's the man and to sustain that right yeah like to keep game pass going honestly from a person like me looking in like you said there's people who deal with this that are way smarter than us that's why they're in the industry i often wonder about that as well and how is how are they maintaining this because mm -hmm. to me it seems like it comes at a loss right it has to because, because if a, if a game comes and goes straight like, yeah. right right if a game comes and goes straight to game pass that means you got to foot the bill because like people are not buying it like you know when a game come out and people buy it mm -hmm. that's a transactional thing so that those developers and everyone who was involved with that game that's how they make their money back on the back end but if it's coming out on mm -hmm. game pass like it's like where's the back end like it comes out do they just pay them outright do they say hey for this game to go on game pass um we're going to give you guys 40 million 
like off top we're just gonna give you 40 yeah million. that's a good point and, and i wonder right like I, and you could probably speak to this much better than i could because you you're way more knowledgeable about like the music industry and like the whole streaming thing like yeah how how, how are artists paid for songs they release that, oh, boy. like is it <laughs> like is it per click or is it that person it's has per... to listen to the whole song like a, a certain length of the song or you know what i mean like how, how does that work there's different variations um there's a certain amount now quote streaming with music is just as tricky so if you're listening and i'm saying this wrong it's only from what i heard from various 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 of sources <laughs> because the music industry don't even know themselves most artists don't even know how they're getting paid off streams it's That's crazy wild. but it's true but i'm gonna try to break it down from the various sources that i've heard they say you get paid per song if the person listens to it over 20 seconds so if you skipping through like a song, it don't oh. count. Like if you go through an album and you just skip through it, yeah, I don't think those streams count. You actually have to listen to like at least 20 or 30 seconds of the song for it to count as a click. And the click is like pennies on the dollar, like literally like 0. 0.00002 cent or something crazy, right? Wow. Unless you're like Drake, like yeah that's why the music industry is in shambles right now because like streaming has literally destroyed the artists getting paid from music that's why a lot of artists they tour a lot and they sell a lot of merch like merch mm -hmm. and touring is like how they're getting paid now because streams are so ridiculous like i know y'all heard like it'll be like oh drake hit 6.2 gadrillion streams and that and that shit only comes up to like maybe like two million dollars or something like that like it's crazy like when you look it up no one has a clear-cut answer to this by the way like and, and the if reason you why ask anyone it's a different answer and it's crazy yeah and, and the reason why i'm asking because i imagine you know xbox could say something along the lines of hey we'll pay you mm -hmm. x amount of your budget that it costs you to make the game or, you know, work out whatever number, let's just say $40 million. We'll pay you 40 million to keep it on game pass for a year or something. Right. We'll, we'll also give you an additional percentage. If a player completes 40, 50% of the game, or they play a certain number of, of hours. That's why I'm curious. And that's why I asked you about the music industry thing, because I'm curious if they kind of model it, model it something similar to that. Cause it's just like, that you would said, make perfect sense though that honestly would make a lot of sense and i wouldn't be surprised if that's your answer because yeah like i don't see how how does like netflix make money how does how does any streaming platform make money and that's really like my biggest question when it because i don't know i haven't really looked enough into it and maybe that'll be something we could fold into next podcast next week's episode or something because i'm genuinely curious now you know Cause I, you know, we've, we've heard, I, I've seen developers go on record to say that their sales have gone up because they're on game pass, you know, like individual sales of units have, you know, doubled or tripled or whatever. But to be completely honest with you guys, I myself have not purchased a game off of game pass. Even if I've played it all the way through, I don't feel the, the need to, or the inclination to want to be like, well, you know, why pay the full price when I can just continue to pay 15 bucks a month? 
get you know get my whatever I deem my value of the game and just keep going about my day. But what if okay, if games are what seventy dollars a pop, right? Yeah, we could say AAA titles are seventy now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So fifteen, fifteen—that's one month, two month, three month, four month. Roughly five months you didn't pay for the game with Game Pass. Well, no, that don't make sense because then you got to think about all the other games. It's, and I don't once, know. Once again, it's like that Netflix model. Like, okay, we know that Xbox has the subscription. You know, ten bucks a month for the normal, and then Game Pass Ultimate's uh, fifteen right now. You know, they and they I think they said they have like 30 million subscribers like I, that's a lot of money. Right. But you got to think about like operating costs, you know, the cost of the servers. Like, you know, we, we know from Twitch how expensive streaming can be, how much money they burn through a month just keeping their servers alive and providing like the encoding and everything. Like, I'm just I just hope that we get to know more through this deal you know maybe maybe the court or order hey microsoft how you making money off game pass we want to know what's what's the books looking like y'all cooking y'all books over there what y'all got man like, <laughs> not cooking the books <laughs> phil you cooking Boy, the books uh, man. that you... might be the title that might be the title right there <laughs> cooking the books cooking the xbox books i don't know man hey, like... and if anybody knows anyone in the music industry or any of these industries if you're in chat if you happen to hear this I don't know how maybe you hear it from third party wherever you guys hear this and if you have any answers or anything you could break down please reach out to us i would love to to know exactly yeah. how this works it's amazing and yet like i'm because like i said i look at it i was like yo they have to be like taking a hit somewhere right they have to be like there's no way that they're all i mean no business operates at 100 percent profit we know that to be true but mm -hmm with and and you know once again the the reason why i'm bringing this up is because xbox is focusing so hard on game pass like you know phil said there's going to be an xbox there's going to be a set top box you know hardware going forward probably forever like i don't i'm disinclined to agree, disagree with that you know that but game pass isn't going away this isn't an experiment for them this isn't something that they're too invested. Yeah, they're too invested at this point. And now that we're starting to get these AAA titles coming out, um, you know, we mentioned Woe Long, we mentioned um, Atomic Heart, and then they have their, they're going to have their own first-party games that come out. Like, what happens when Starfield comes out, right? Like, are they going to say, hey, 5 million people are playing Starfield, or are they going to say, hey, we've sold a million you know two million copies i don't think they're going to go back to the like revealing those kind of numbers and i wonder what that's going to do to the industry going forward and i can honestly mm -hmm. see why sony's like hesitating when it comes to wanting to invest in a streaming platform because nobody knows <laughs> i don't think nobody i don't well, think anyone knows that, and once again man like i have to give sony their just due like mm -hmm. i believe they're doing okay without it honestly they are. like I believe they're doing okay, and mm, and the future could be weird. The few ten years from now, like who's to say? Like PlayStation, you know, like hey, you know, we could put blase blase blah on Game Pass, and then Microsoft like start paying them. Who knows? Like it can be some some craziness going on, but I don't think PlayStation really needs to. I just now I, I flip flopped on this issue because at first I thought so, but now just PlayStation just lives in its own world. It's almost becoming Nintendo like, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they do good with mm -hmm. what they do good at, and that's producing very good 
single player and a lot of people don't even realize this until i tell them i'm like yo you notice like all the games that are mega hits on playstation are single player games single player They're not multiplayer. third person over the shoulder and i just did i just did a quick google search as of february as of early february of this year god of war sold 11 million copies right you multiply mm -hmm. that times 70 bucks that's 770 million dollars and not to mention the fact oh. that they they own Bungie now, so they have that live. They're they're investing into live service games. Destiny mm -hmm. just broke its concurrent player record this past week because of Lightfall. You know, it always do. Whenever the expansion come out for Destiny, whatever you say about <laughs> Destiny, it's gonna it's be always there. gonna it's gonna be there. It's yeah. like GTA Online is forever gonna be there bro. as so long I as just, they keep making it i just don't you know let's see last of us right last of us two i know this this is probably seeing a spike in sales because of the show it has to be yeah it did they already said part one and two people went back bought it started playing it which so, is expected yeah so they they sold let's see this is a, a statista.com chat this is very reputable of course yeah i'm just kidding um <laughs> It says around 10 million units, according to Statista. I'm just doing this on off the cuff right here. So if these numbers are wrong, please correct me. Last of Us 2 sold like 20, like $10 million worth of, or 10 million units, excuse me. Like I just, and that's the thing that kind of scares me too. Like, you know, now that we're talking about this, I'm, you know, a little scared of Game Pass. Like what happens if, the, you know, 10 years from now, they realize that model doesn't work because games are getting more expensive every year. You know, mm -hmm. the, the budgeting, the, the cost of development is going up every year. So I really want to know what the hell Xbox is thinking. <laughs> like, Phil, come on the podcast. Let's talk about it. Because obviously they have a plan, right? Because when you sit and when you sit in these meetings, they, they really do. Like, I don't know if y'all ever had the experience of sitting in like quarterly mm -hmm. uh, budget meetings and stuff like that. Um, They kind of project at forecast. least a couple of years yeah there's forecast and trends and whatever it is that you're like wherever you work whatever you're selling like for microsoft you know it'll well for that part it would be okay what are we projected to do with the xbox how many units are we going to push what do, what do we pre predict Halo's going to do what is like it's all these things that they're calculating and I'm really, I just want to find, like, I want to go to Microsoft and literally just do like a tour. I would love to speak with people there yeah. because Xbox Game Pass is like one of the biggest enigmas in gaming right now. Cause it's like, how are they doing? It's that? like, it's great. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, how long can you sustain this? And then it's just like, who's paying these developers? Like for Starfield, like Microsoft, did Microsoft just cut them a set check? Well, I mean, like, hey. I think I think it's probably different for like their first party studios because they own them. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like Bethesda got what 12, 12 billion in that in that sale or that merger. Mm -hmm. They spent twelve on them, so maybe they're they they're just writing them Microsoft checks now. You know, direct deposit to all the Bethesda employees. Maybe that was part of the twelve billion dollar deal. Who yeah. knows? Like, yeah, we'll give you twelve billion, but when you sign on, you got to give us Starfield. Like I, that's, a, that's on Game Pass. I just don't want to be wined and dined and then be, be stuck with the bill at the end of the day, you know, with Microsoft. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft is taking uh, people out on dates and door dashing. Yeah, I don't want them. I don't want them to be like, yeah, yeah, you grab the check. I just got to go to the bathroom real quick. And then, they, you know, 
We're stuck with a, a billion dollar check. Well, so, <laughs> hey, chat, we're getting so many titles right now. <laughs> Swear to God. Door dashing. <laughs> it's just Microsoft, what are you doing to me? Yeah, so, I mean, because when, when is, eno is enough for them? Like, I could see them going after another acquisition probably in a year or two after this is all done. Because, you know, like I said before, and I'm going to ask you again, like, I still think the deal is going to go through. And, you know, I, I don't, I'm wondering how you feel about it. Do you think, you know, because they've been putting on the full court press lately. Well, it's been a deal. battle from hell, haven't it? Mm -hmm. Like, they, they've been Every getting time lawyers I'm, involved. And, hey, I'm going to be real know. with you. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of over it. Same. I just <laughs> want to be over it. I'm just like... <laughs> Win, lose, or draw. I don't even care at this point. I'm just tired tired of hearing about it. Yeah. I don't understand. Like we talked about off mic, I don't understand why so many Sony people are pressed about this. Because it's, it's good clickbait. Let's just be honest. Yeah, because it's like people online talk about, oh, Sony's the best, the best, the best. Oh, we don't need Call of Duty. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, then why is everybody so upset? But mm -hmm. you're right. It's just... People just for the sake of argument, people just want to. Because I haven't Council, heard. I haven't heard too many. Only on the internet. Yeah, I haven't heard too so. many people talk about what we just brought up, and that's why I wanted to bring it up because it's kind of concerning. Like, and I don't know if I'm just like fear mongering myself in my head, but I just you know we don't know how it works. Just like you said about streaming and you know in the music industry, we don't know how it works. Like, how are you making money? And that's this? crazy when artists <laughs> literally. <laughs> I kid you not, like, yeah. there's a there's artists who will tell you, like, yo, they tell me one thing, I get a check for, like, $2,000, I'm looking like, what is this? And they're like, oh, this, well, this is for your streams. Like, that's it? How? Like, <laughs> wait, <laughs> what? So, can somebody break this down? And, and a good person to listen to, hey, um, all music lovers, hey, follow my guy, LaRus. I'm telling you, the guy, he breaks down the industry to AT. But this is not a music podcast. My music podcast is coming one of these days, so stay tuned to that. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good plug on that, man. Like, you know, we're definitely going to keep up with this whole situation. Like, I'm curious to know what gets revealed in court about Sony's third-party exclusive deals and how anti-consumer they are. Or excuse me, pro-business. I'm going to stop saying anti-consumer because it just it makes, me, it makes me angry every time I, I say it out loud um but yeah we're, we'll move on from that man it will definitely because we got a doozy for yeah you. it got another interesting we got a topic. doozy for you on this topic boy let me put on my pearls <laughs> yo how can you find I'm, dc's music podcast stay tuned for that sergey it's definitely coming up um follow the best way is to you know you can follow dc on i don't know if you have twitter or any other social media sites make sure to follow him on all his uh social medias um and when he's ready to make that announcement i'm not involved in it at all this is something that he's you know his only part his project he's working on so there's nothing to do with me i'm i don't have that much love for music like he does so i'm actually excited to hear about it myself uh, so just stay tuned for that um we appreciate you asking about it though man yeah welcome back sergey good to see you what's up pia how you doing man What's going on, Pia? Thank you for stopping by today. Hello, hello, hello. All right, man. So we're going to talk a little bit Late about the Olympics now. You know, we're going to talk about the Olympic eSports series. So I want to say it was what? Sometime last year when we first talked about this, um, the IOC or the International Olympic Committee uh, last year announced that they were taking a swing into eSports. And we were really excited about it, man. And, 
you know, we were hoping to hear some good news and we finally got some news this past week, but it's not the kind that we were to- we were hoping to hear. So, um, yeah, so they announced uh, the Singapore Olympic Esports Series is going to be from June 22nd to the 25th. Um, man, this list of games they announced, there's nine, nine <laughs> games, nine Ooh. games, and they oh, are man. archery, baseball, chess, Cycling, dance, motorsport, sailing, taekwondo, and tennis. I know what you guys are thinking. No, these aren't traditional sports. These are these are traditional sports games that they are calling esports. And to say to say as disappointed man is is definitely a understatement. Um, <laughs> I was they. hoping for something a little bit more traditional when it comes to esports like maybe like a fps csgo league of legends something along those lines that's what we were kind of like you know we were kind of hoping for but you know dc how are you kind of feeling about the announcement and we'll and we'll talk a little bit like how this kind of affects esports in general um because the esports industry is actually kind of shrinking at the moment it's going through a lot of compression uh, because of the economy but do you think this is like the move when it comes to <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> ma'am. Okay, so let me give y'all a little backstory. Uh, we we talk about these topics throughout the week, right? <laughs> so we shooting topics back and forth to each other uh, over text. <laughs> and that's how we get to where we are today. But Darius sent me this and I was like, okay, cool. Cause I was, think- I was thinking, um, we get to talk a little bit about some Street Fighter you know, some maybe some blaze blue, some things they can put in there, you know, what we consider esports, right? So I didn't know I was going to have this much fun with this topic. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> so I go to research the topic so I can get my notes ready. And yeah, they are totally missing the mark here. This is ridiculous. I don't know. Who do they talk to? Like, why is this happening? They got chest on here. Is chess the real Olympic sport? Yeah, well, it is. It, it is an actual... It, and I love chess. Don't get it twisted. I love chess. But I'm like, what? <laughs> Only thing that sort of kind of makes sense? Maybe Gran Turismo? Like, they got virtual Rogata. You know, with the pedals. When you're pedaling yeah. on the boat with your team. And I was like, where did you even find this game? Are they making these <laughs> games? I've never seen this. I'm, matter of fact, I'm going to pull up my Steam and see if I can find anything. And then They got tennis. The thing that kind of Wait, wait, wait. Me. This is the one that killed me. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. You I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got to let me cook on this one. Hold on. And then you can talk. They have Just Dance. Somebody gonna be hot in the ass on them, them, them feet <laughs> Darius, what is going on here? What happened? I, I, I think I'm right there with you, man. I, I think that I think this is incredibly out of touch. You know, to, to put it the nice way, this is so out of touch with the game industry, man. I thought this was gonna be like I said, the first time we like talked about this, I was excited because I thought this was gonna be a step in the right direction for esports for you know the world stage everyone to really see kind of like what competitive game is all about you know we were really going to start to get some real movement behind esports but it, it looks like they just really just didn't care to even research 
you know, popular Dude. games. I mean, outside it, and and to speak on Just Dance, right? Like, I'll give them I'll give them credit for this one because I think there is like an actual competitive, and I don't know how if anybody can tell me, is it points based? You know, is it how you, you know, you vibing real good with the, you know, hitting. No, I think that, the thing is you know, the but, more. It's the more accurate because I play Just Dance. I'm gonna be real. Yeah, with I you. think it's like the more actually, accurate you are. Like there's like yeah, an I just actual played like, it at Andretti's at Andretti's racing. I was playing it. Um, it's about accuracy, right? So the more accurate you are, the more points that you get. And then if you're more accurate than your opponent, then yeah, I think that's how it's going. Right. Yeah. And, shout, and shout out to P and Sergey. They're both playing chess right now as we're recording. You guys might have a chance. Hey. You Y'all, guys think you can beat me? You could be a, a, an a, a Olympic gold medalist, man. So, but it's just, this is just so short-sighted, man. Like, I, I just, I, I really wish they would have taken the time to really involve some people who are leaders in the industry, the esports industry. Bring them in, get some opinions, and go from there. Like, certain games I understand, maybe not FPSs, because, you know, there are certain you know, some countries might not like how their their country is represented in a in a certain FPS or, you know, yeah, under, that's true. understandable on that front. But like this is not this is not the way to go. You don't you don't bring you just you're just turning traditional sports into the game. Yeah, that's, games that's, like you, we already have that. Like the thing for esport is it's supposed to be it's supposed to because my thing is you're drawing in a different demographic, right? Right. You got more eyes on the Olympics because you're going to draw in the gaming community. And I think this would have been, like you said, I think this would have been a major step in a direction as far as like exposure to kind of show the world that gaming and like in a non-traditional sense can be very competitive because like this would have been great for the uh fgc the the fighting game community oh, man. i think it would have been so awesome for them to have especially with uh street fighter 6 right around the corner i feel like this would have been a great opportunity for them to shine i feel like you know you 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 have your your call of duties you know as much as we don't really play it like Call of Duty is Call of Duty. It's gonna it's gonna attract people worldwide. You know what I'm saying? Man. Number one. Yeah, it's gonna right. it's gonna bring people. You have, you know what I'm saying? You could have did a whole bunch of things like we. You could have did even sports games. You know, different kinds of sports games if you want to throw those in there, which is which has very um, competitive communities. Right. There's a lot you could have did that wasn't this like this only okay let me ask you a question on this list right what would you what would you keep on this list just dance and that's it maybe gran turismo because for me like when it comes to when it comes to esports for me personally you know somebody who's been a fan of esports since high school and just like you know once again follow the industry very closely i think the biggest problem with esports right now is watchability you know the average person mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily know what's going on in some of the some some of the games that we recommended, like Valorant, you know, and CS:GO. The you know, while we would know, we we may not play the games, but we're gamers. We understand what's going on in most FPSs. You know, the average person or average viewer might have trouble keeping up with, you know, certain strategies or certain reasonings for things that they do, and it might make it less entertaining for people. So, I would I would probably keep that because. Once again, just dance. It's pretty simple to follow. 
Um, you know, Gran Turismo, it's po- it's it's a popular game as well as once again, it's a racing, you know, first place wins, you know how that that's really easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, sailing, how to how to you win? <laughs> you know, like, you know how how <laughs> How, how how is that? How does that work? And then Taekwondo. Hey, regatta is just racing, though. All regatta is is just like racing on on water. Yeah. That's all sailing. Virtual regatta is. And I think just, like they could have even know. they could have even taken this a step further. The IOC could have gotten involved with YouTube, Twitch, um, you know, Facebook to some degree, I guess, and partnered with them to to find people in certain game communities or certain companies to have you know people who are knowledgeable about the game you have certain casters um cast these games for the olympics that you know because i don't remember the last time i've watched the olympics i mean people already aren't watching tv like that so why don't they uh why are they not why are they not working with the places where gamers are you know like because it's through everybody for a loop it's not just us like the whole gaming the whole gaming community everybody was like what oh the comments like, on this, this tweet was hilarious man like they were they were pretty funny i should have taken a picture of some of them and read them on on here but with with where esports currently is and you know you have you have investors pulling out it seems like almost weekly at this point for multiple games not just call of duty not just um rocket league i mean you 100 thieves just had their second round of layoffs for their for employees um, another esports organi- organization called The Guard completely folded this past week, fired everybody apparently. Um, it's just, it's not, it's really hard to make, to, to get a return on investment in esports at the moment because a lot of outside investors are realizing that this dream isn't necessarily the one that was sold to them. And I'm, you know, and, and I'm kind of like inclined to agree with them a little bit because it's hard. How do you make money in esports? It's very hard to do. You know, mm-hmm. I was trying to do that last year at the job I worked when I was at Rare, at Rare Drops. Really trying to figure out the best way to monetize and make money, and it's not as simple as just bringing in content creators to an organization. Like, because once again, how do you place a value? How do you place a re- or show return on investment with value when it comes to content creators? It's incredibly hard to do that, and I think this would have helped stabilize the industry a little bit to the point where it would have gave it a little bit of legitimacy and then you would have had once again Mm -hmm. you have the world stage looking at the olympics and other investors would have been like hey you know maybe we should take a second look at the gaming industry when it comes to esports um and just like pia said you know i wonder if they're trying to expand their audience aside from all the fps fans and such and that's what i'm kind of thinking that was the only thing that that was the only thing that kind of made sense to me. Now, what, 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 what would have been a good middle ground? Keep some of these, yeah. right? Like keep a few of these, but mix in some of those other games we mentioned. You know, mix in a fighting game, mix in um, Call of Duty. Um, you know, mix mix a little something. Hey, they in. do they do got a fighting game, virtual. Tw- uh, tw- Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Okay. Taekwondo. God, boy, I can't pronounce nothing. But yeah, what is virtual Taekwondo? Where is that at? Is it? That's my thing. Like, is it uh, just VR? And then at that point, you're just are they are they professional Taekwondo fighters playing in this? Like, that's another question I have. Like, (laughs) is there? Because you know, like with traditional Olympics, you have to qualify to to join or to be able to to participate. You know, are there, is this just like anybody can sign up? <laughs> this, you know, yeah, like, like, are they finding these people? Because, you know, 
with Olympics, it's like usually they're recruiting the best in that field. Exactly. So like, are you like, where are they getting these people? Because we barely <laughs> even know these games. So where the hell are they getting these people? Like, did you say, like you said, is there a tryout? Yeah. Like, do they have like going city to city? Like, hey, are you a archery master? <laughs> mm. and hey, was, let's see how good you do at this game. And there was nothing oh. of like, you know, an announcement for that. Like you get to anybody can sign up. Anybody can come get it. Cause I would have signed up for regatta, you know, I'll see if I can mix in with the sailing to be honest, chat. You never know, man. Might have a hidden Bro, skill set there. Like that sounds like a lot of, <laughs> you know what? I wish we just called Dana on the podcast. Dana, that's our expert regatta expert. Oh man. Like it's just, it's, this is just a huge miss for me, man. And like, yeah, hey, I'm going to tune in. I'm, I'm not going oh, to lie to you. Of course. Of course. We're gonna I'm going to, I'm going to tune in to see this dumpster fire. You, you better believe I'm going to be there front seat with my <laughs> lawn chair and a nice cold glass of lemonade. We would be doing you guys a disservice if we did not watch this. Like this is definitely going to be some free and fun content. Like, but see speed running is so niche though. Like people outside of gamers, I don't uh, think they really have an appreciation for that though. Once again, I I think it I think it would depend on the game. Like if it's mm, something if easy it's to follow, game. like yeah, something easy for people to to follow and figure out. Like and and then it comes down to the casting. Like you have to get people that know what they're talking about, and not just experts in the game, but people that can explain it to the average person or break it down mm -hmm. to the average person. Once again, you know. I watch it. I watch Valorant. I do watch some competitive Valorant. I don't know what the hell's going on half the time. And I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I don't, I don't, you know, but I enjoy it, but not everyone would. So, this, you know, I just, hopefully this kind of, I, I, I do want this to be successful. Let me say that. I want we it to be successful to. <laughs> because this could open the door for those other games. And if hopefully the IOC, the ruling body for the Olympics, um, you know they they kind of touch base a little bit more man like get in touch with the with the culture a little bit because i mean this doesn't this don't get me excited <laughs> like just being honest like but i'm, man, I'm gonna look, get hyped for it i'm gonna watch it man i'm i'm, I'm in oh, there. we're gonna talk about it oh we're gonna talk about it live and direct you know maybe maybe up. we can do a watch party for it if they you know if we don't you know get in trouble for that like maybe we can find some <laughs> yo a watch party for for this Yo, yeah, hey, hey, chat, y'all coming to that uh, watch party? Yeah, chat. you guys gotta, you oh, guys man. gotta watch. Come to the watch party. Yes, Anderson, I'll eat a ham dog again, just for you, man. Oh, oh man. yeah, it is twenty twenty three, right? Yes, it's in June, June twenty second to through the twenty fifth. So this is like right after E three. Oh, I was talking about the ham dog. No, and I'm never, never <laughs> eating that again. Never. All right, hey, Anderson, look, check it out. I'll make a deal with you, buddy. I'm gonna make oh, the ultimate ham dog oh, just for you so disgusting we're gonna bring it back i'm gonna make it and not only am i gonna make it i'm gonna eat the whole freaking ham dog just because you've been with us for so long and such a great supporter of what we do ham dog for you buddy shout i got out, you shout out to my wife for making the buns for that man oh my god what is the ham dog sergey oh oh buddy <laughs> oh buddy let it's so American, boy. I, I tell you that. I gotta see if I can find the original tweet. It was a while ago when I made. Oh no, it. I got it. I got it. Hold you on. got it. Yeah, post it in Discord. Hold on. Man. No, no, oh, no. Hey, Sergey, I got you, my man. I got you. Hold on. Oh Look man, this. it was so disgusting. It's on. Oh, he said they don't. 
have yeah, they don't have Twitter media. yet, so we gotta, you gotta. That's fine. We got you. I got you, homie. Yeah, we'll post that. Hey, what what are friends for? Hold on, we gonna watch it right here, <laughs> live and direct. Don't be scared. <laughs> no, don't be scared. No, bro, it's the greatest. It's it's American Eden. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? It's freedom, is what it is. It's right on my it's on my Instagram right here. I was just <laughs> looking at it the other day, thinking about that delicious oh. succulent. Look at this. Where you at, Sergey? Look at it. Look at that. You see, that's the bun. Oh man, she did a great that's the job. Bun. It's yeah. a hamburger and a hot dog put together. Now check this out. But it wasn't cooked yet. No. It's a hot dog and a hamburger. It is the worst decision I've ever made in my life. And that's my screen dirty. Don't look at my dirty screen. Don't judge me. Oh my god. I ain't took my phone out of my case since I bought it. Leave me alone. Look at it. Doesn't it look good, guys? Oh, it made so for my man hurt, Anderson, bro. since he's been such a He's been our number one like listener since forever. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back for you, buddy. Yeah, ham dog is definitely an OG community thing. Freedom ham dog, exactly. <laughs> I got you, Anderson. I promise you. You give me the date on the future uh, episode of the podcast, and I'll get prepared and I'll make it for oh, you, man. Jesus boy, we're going off the rails here, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> this man said succulent. Oh, oh my God. disgusting, man. But yeah, man, that's the um, the IOC. We'll see. Um, like I said, we're going to watch it, man. Um, we'll definitely keep y'all updated on that. I, I, I just wish that hopefully this will be successful. It may not be the form that we want, but it's a step in the right direction. So, but, Do you uh, think it's a thing they'll learn? Like maybe, you know, this one, it'll be a little rocky. They'll get feedback and then it'll, yeah. it'll get better is what I'm hoping. That's what I hope. Yeah, I was going to say it's definitely going to be a learning experience. Like I, I just once again I hope that they allow us to stream it. Like they have to, they they gotta really just get with the times, man. IOC, they they they're definitely not quick to make changes. But this is when they originally announced it. I I had hope. I still got a little hope. I mean, not necessarily with some of the selections of games. I think Just Dance is probably gonna be the most hyped thing they have, and maybe chess. I mean, you know, we joked about chess, but chess is actually pretty big on Twitch. Like a lot of people play chess. It had its moment Me. during the pandemic. Too, so. Yeah, shout out to all the people in chat who play chess in DC. Um, I love chess. Yeah, chess is a it's a pretty big sport, and you know we'll see we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's gonna be intense. Hey, one v one, bro. They have 1v1. to add like anime music on the end of it, like when people are about to checkmate and stuff. Like you got it, you got to drum it. Oh, well, hey, they have like an anime like that sweat drop on their forehead. Yeah, like, you got to man. That's the only way. Ah, uh, checkmate. This guy's, yeah, this guy's no. good. Ah, <laughs> oh, see, this is why we always go off the rails. This is why we gotta. This is why we write things down so we can stay on topic here. But yeah, I I really do for the gaming community. I really do hope that this, you know, this this turns out to be something good, man. Yeah. Because we we we're, we're taking a few hits. It's gonna be a busy year. We're gonna have a lot of games to play. Yeah, after uh, after Resident Evil comes out, it, it doesn't slow down for a couple of months. It had, what are you talking about? It's already started. That's true. We've already, man, we've been, like, the last month, literally, I feel like I've been getting game after game after game to play. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's definitely been good. There's something to play for everybody. Shout out to Queen's Gambit. I heard that show's good, Pia. Um, I've never watched it myself, but, I, you know, I might pick it up. We'll see. Oh, All man. right. <laughs> I think yeah. we're, uh, we're running a little short on time here. Um, I gotta go do adult stuff. Yeah, DC Ew. got he has to go be an adult. Unfortunately, uh, 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 who wants to do that? <laughs> but I think that's a good place to cut the podcast, man. We'll save our Atomic Heart impressions for next week. Um, give us a little bit more time to play it, chew on it a little bit. 
Um, and we'll go from there, man. Thank you guys for hanging out today for episode 143. As always, we record the podcast every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash Darius the Artist. You can always find the podcast on youtube.com slash superweapon as well. I'm going to get up out of here, man. The name's Darius the Artist. You can find me everywhere. Darius the Artist, where the E is a three, and I appreciate all you good folks. We have a special guest coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Not going to say any names yet. But mm. a very, very special guest. Very excited. Maybe that um, person be in chat. Maybe. Maybe. You guys had to be here to see. Mm. You know, shout out mm-hmm. shout out to that special person that we're going to have mm. on. Excited. Um, just got the confirmation yesterday. Whoop, whoop. But um, yeah, I'm going to let DC have the floor, man. Get us uh, get us up out of here. Mm, look at this. You see the chains? You see me? Look at the, the diamonds. Yeah, yeah. They're not real, but Ooh, that's, that's, not, that's your problem, not mine. Anyway. <laughs> First of all, I just want to give a special shout out. We're we, we, we trying to represent for the ladies this month. It is Women's Month, the month of March. Women's so History Month, yes. Women's History Month, man. So we're going to hold it down for the latays. We're going to, we already got one special guest lined up and I'm aiming to get one more to, you know, we got to represent for the ladies. We got to hear their side. We're going to talk about some games. We're going to do all that great stuff. Um, I'm so excited for our guest that's coming on and like, uh, what's our guy name over there? Sergio, man, you've, you've been hanging out, man. We appreciate you coming back and hanging here with us, you know, having someone across the pond representing, you know what I'm saying? Our overseas constituents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Our good guy over there. Um, but uh it's so sad because it's going to be i'm going to try to post more of what we post on social media in the discord so you can see sergio and um because i do want you to see it because we do appreciate having you here man but everybody else you know where to find me on social media underscore 1ldc especially on twitter that's where i do all my jibber jabber i like to just act crazy over there but more importantly, follow the Super Weapon uh, Twitter page as well. Please, please. That's please. where that's where all our gaming news, everything related to the show and gaming news, will be posted on the Super Weapon Twitter. If you want to just hear me talk a lot of random crap, you can follow me on Twitter and the Discord. And I have to go be an adult and do adult things. Ooh. But Darius. Darius and crew and the gang, I believe they're going to play a little Apex. Pia, don't talk about Apex. It's the greatest game of all time. Don't you? <laughs> don't do that. But also, Pia 1v1, chess. Yeah, I heard that. Okay, cool. Gotcha. And that's it, man. Take it on home, baby. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. This is going to be Indie, the audio version. If you're in chat, hang around. We're going to play some games, and we will see y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>